All right. Uh, yeah. Hello. The bingo. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> what the fuck was that? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I thought Perfect you were still timing. swallowing, so I was going to Oh, God. Okay. Hello, every... The fucking hell! <laughs> I can't tell if that was terrible timing or perfect timing. <laughs> both. Both times, both. <laughs> Listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode sixty-six, where we will be discussing chapter seven in a Clockwork in a Clockwork Angel. Uh, wh- why do I, why do I want to say like a Clockwork Orange every fucking time? Robin's hyperventilating. I don't know. I spit oh, all over geez. my computer screen. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm leaving that Uh-oh. in. By the way. Oh, no. What did you do? I tried to print us. <laughs> wow. Usually Holy it takes shit. us a few minutes to get off the rails, but, like, we came straight out of the station and just, like, derailed. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. <laughs> oh, so w- we're discussing Chapter 7, Clockwork Angel, Cassandra Clare. Chapter title, The Clockwork Girl. I'm Kristen, by the way. The Clockwork Girl. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. (laughs) The Clockwork Girl. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. We have to burst out in song at some point throughout the episode. Might as well do it right away. Get it out of the way. (laughs) Get the ear bleeding out of the way. Yeah. It's like when I was a kid, my dad, every time we got new school pictures, he'd put them up. He was like, all right, this is perfect. Got to keep the rats away every <laughs> single year. Just recycling the oh, same dad joke. Yep. Mine always uh, said when I was singing, don't quit your day job. <laughs> I'll have a job. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Oh, so how was your guys' hot? Yeah, it was warm. Yeah. I yep. got to like hang out in the sun a little bit. It's been great. I'm like, kids been fuck. very happy being outside. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> thaw me out. It was a yes, like seriously. We had snow a month ago, two months ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. So and a lot of it, like over a foot of snow, and today it was like yeah. 85 degrees. Yeah, two things happened to me today. Number one, my kid started back at soccer, and it was her first soccer game, which was awesome. To she must have been so hot, poor baby. She was hot outside, and that mask. They let them do water breaks every fifteen minutes, which was cool. That's great. And the second thing is, I made dinner tonight, and I burnt the crap out of my finger with hot (gasps) butter. Ooh. 
Um, don't do that, <laughs> kids. Okay. Ouch. Okay, so I cooked. I thought I had a good temperature going for my chicken because you you cook it and then you use the bits left over in the pan to yeah. make your sauce, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you're, you you deglaze mm-hmm. your pan, and um, it just got that slight bit too hot where there was a chunk mm-hmm. that burned. So it's like instead of like dumping it out, I'll just take it out with a paper towel, right? Tongs. Well, because yeah. it. No, they, um, the crap scrapped onto the bottom and it was stuck on the pan. Like, I needed to scrub. A little so scrub so scrub. your fingers protected I with wood pulp was your solution. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Duh. And it worked really well until I, like, I went to grab it up and then it just, like, ran down the it, it, Until the oil oh, soaked into the paper towel that is made to suck up things and burnt you. <laughs> oh, it didn't it didn't slide up all the way. It was the oh. other hand. <laughs> you were cupping oh, it. Dude. Yeah, I, oh I was because I didn't want to get butter on my floor. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Oh. Did you put butter on it? No. Like I cold didn't. butter? I didn't kidding. do anything because I had to wash dishes still, so like well, <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Burns are the worst. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we had McDonald's for dinner because it's yeah. our one night. And um, that was amazing. <laughs> Didn't have to make or clean up anything. We just hung out. That was great. Nice. I didn't burn myself is what I'm saying. The Good. French fries weren't even that hot. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, they'd been sitting under the warmer for a while. <laughs> yep. Even got double salted. <laughs> Which is actually what I prefer because then Lincoln can have one right away. Because as soon as we leave the drive thru, he's like, eh? Oh. eh? <laughs> My phone vibrated and fell down. Just like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, bye. Okay, let's see if that works. Anyway. Nice. Oh, gosh. Nice. How's your trailer coming along? Oh, it's coming. We, we got everything gutted. So next is floors. Gutting is probably the hardest part. Yeah. So well, and it's like it's fun. I get really excited when I get to like break stuff. <laughs> and Jason gives me the big hammer, and I get to. He's like, "Yeah, smash!" And I'm like, "Okay." Hulk <laughs> <laughs> smash! I do. I'm like, "Do you need that smashed?" So I got my hammer. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's like. Because you really just get exhausting. to go at it. It just doesn't matter. It's just going to burst apart. And then you feel really tough because awesome. it's like plywood. <laughs> so I'm right. like, yeah, super I'm easy. a bad bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, hell yes, you are. I'm like, give me my own DIY show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. What would we call it? Keeping up with Kristen. Please. No. No. Veto. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, fixing shit with Kristen. <laughs> oh my gosh. We went to the farmer's market today, though. That yes. Was really nice. What did you get? Um, got some veggies, got some, uh, honey, bread. I got Bryn some tea. 
you know, stuff like that. That's awesome. I just, I, I yeah. like every couple of vendors. I was like, oh, I got a big bouquet of flowers that Magnus knocked over as soon <gasps> as I put them in water. Um, so they're out my outside flowers now because that's not <laughs> where my cat is. <laughs> right. <laughs> we have Andy cut some from our yard and uh, Lincoln just started pulling them all out of the vase. So yeah, they're both next to each other. There's two vases in the kitchen full of flowers. <laughs> so she eats my flowers. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. She's she goofy. pops up on the table and smells and then starts like nibbling oh, on the no. leaves. She's like yeah, a make rabbit. Make sure it's not something that'll kill cats. There's lots of plants that kill cats. That's a good idea. That's fair. I know. I was trying to like, I was like, ooh, I want some house plants. But I'm like, uh, what if the cats eat them? And so I was like looking up a bunch of house plants and like, okay, what's a house plant that's okay to have if you have a cat? Because apparently like half the house plants are poisonous. Crazy. And I'm like, fuck. And, I'm like, and I've been thinking about it because I really wanted to get some like big like ivies and stuff. But now this just mm-hmm. proves that there's just no way I can have fucking houseplants. Nope. Yep. It's just, it's just not going to happen. They're going to eat it no matter what. I mean, after the Christmas tree thing, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't realize it. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> In the tree. At the top. He was the star. So funny. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, what do you guys say we cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworlder Dish. Herondale and Carstairs begin their investigation at the Dark Sisters' ex-brothel and find the place just as moldy and disgusting as they left it. That is, until they come across an almost dead robot who screams a Trelawney-style prophecy at them about how shadow hunters are going to get their just desserts. At Mortmain's, Charlotte is able to successfully interrogate information about what Mortmain knows about the shadow world, and the oh-so-convenient truth that this vampy dude named Quincy is not only Nate's new employer, he also bought a bunch of cogs and shit that were used at the Dark Sisters murder <laughs> factory, and oh yeah, he's also the head bitch in charge at the Pandemonium Club. He's a mother effing magister. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the park, Jessamine proposes a deal to Tessa. She'll pay her living expenses if she pretends to be a long-lost cousin from America and come live with her. That way, she can keep the lifestyles of the shadows and hunting. It's not for a lady. It's not for a lady. <laughs> That's the best thing I've heard all day. <laughs> yep. I I messed up on the word escape because I was too excited to like do Jump it. into that. I was like, it can't. Now I want to go listen to that fucking album. Thanks. Oh, it's not done, guys. Oh, yeah. There's Keep more. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't scroll down. Absorbed in their conversation, they stray off the path and get almost code 187, MDK, murder, death, kill, <laughs> by Hobgoblin, who wants to magic beans their bodies to make diamonds. Jessamine ends up killing him and then having a complete breakdown that lasts through the ride home and into Jessamine's bedroom, where she shows Tessa her childhood dollhouse. <laughs> Tessa's saved up by the bell when the door opens and Sophie tells her that her presence is requested in the study. It's all very clue. One breath. <laughs> in the yeah. study. I would have called it the laboratory. <laughs> right? For real. Yeah. Maybe she didn't want to, like, shy her off. Right? Dude, my allergies are... <sighs> on one this week we're here bitch right it's it's the penance we have to pay for the sun yeah i just want you to know thanks to last week's episode 
I cannot stop hearing Amanda narrating my life in my head going, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Literally all the time now, 24-7. I don't even remember saying that. That's great. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> we begin our chapter with Sophie leading an understandably leery Tessa down a darkened flight of stairs. And I don't know about you, but I was getting Jason Clary in the Wayland Manor vibes. Thankfully, the journey into the depths of the London Institute's crypt does not reveal an imprisoned angel, but our delightful Henry's laboratory. <laughs> there, there it is. is. I'll admit setting up shop in an ancient crypt is a bit Jeepers Creepers, but I guess it all depends on who's decorating. Tessa uses the opportunity to needle Sophie into getting the hot goss on Henry's work and his and Charlotte's relationship. According to Sophie, who immediately turns into La Chismosa Extraordinaire, Henry's a natural-born tinkerer with a, cur- with a curious mind. He... He spends most of his time in the crypt working on his countless countless inventions. But all this time work but all this time working leaves the missus thinking Henry would prefer that she were made of clockwork herself, which like does not sound great. <laughs> I'm like eh, awkward. <laughs> You know, it's like that when, like, someone's telling you gossip and, like, you think it's just going to be, like, cute, run-of-the-mill gossip and then they, like, give you a deep cut and you're like, oh, I was not prepared. Like, whoa, I thought we were just, oh. (laughs) Like, like, I didn't need to know that about you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that escalated quickly. Exactly. (laughs) So Tessa's all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Will? (laughs) Right. So translated to compensate for modernity, Sophie's response is basically that motherfucker entitled fuckboy through and through. <laughs> like, I, I think that's a direct quote. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Des is like, but aren't all shadow hunters kind of pompous dick bags? <laughs> yeah. I mean. So far. Hands up emoji. <laughs> Not all of them, apparently, because Sophie is quick to exclude Jem and the Branwells from that categorization, uh, but not Jessamine, which, surprise, surprise, she's she's her own kind of dick bag. (laughs) I am shocked. (laughs) But Tessa doesn't get a chance to dig any deeper because they've reached the door to Henry's laboratory. (laughs) <laughs> Sophie opens the door and Tessa is immediately blasted with like a thousand waltz, watts of waltz. <laughs> That's what we're going to call it from now on. Waltz. A thousand watts of witch life or like whatever. I, I actually wrote in here. I don't know anything about electricity. Okay. Is it, is that a lot? Like, <laughs> well, it all changed when lights went to led. So now I don't even know anything. Right. Anymore. I was like, is, is it I, like, like looms or lumos or oh I fuck it it auto corrected me to limes or limos is it limes or limos is it limes or lemons Kristen fucking both you know the what limes it is? and then the lemons as well as the lemons do you know what the correct measurement no. is no 1.21 gigawatts gigawatts oh my god is that from like Back to the Future. Okay. Yes. 
Adriana used to walk around saying that when she was like two. <laughs> it was the best. Okay, so yeah, like whatever Robin said. There, there's yeah. a lot. It's bright. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry that I have yes. to like, but I just want to know which light is like white light, right? Yeah. Which would be like our LED like white lights. Yeah. Bright yeah. Light. So in my section, how do these people not have? A- no, you're fine. Sorry. It just, in my section, um, Jessamine complains because the witch light makes her complexion look green. So if it's white light, I'm not sure. It's like fluorescent light. Like yeah, that. Okay. Okay. Bluish. White, bright, bright. No yellow in it. So it doesn't look natural at all. How do these people not constantly have a headache? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think they also use like oil lights and stuff because Mm -hmm. they talk about that later. Yeah. like, can't I get the soft white version? <laughs> right. Of Maybe you can just like, throw paint a scarf over it. Over to give it. it a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the soft white is angel white. There you white. go. Yeah, there we Instead go. Okay. Witch. Yep. Okay. <laughs> New branding. Awesome. So, anyways, there's like science paraphernalia all over the place, beakers and mechanical parts and giant tables with dead people on them. Wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, yeah, wait. <laughs> I envision Henry's laboratory like a Victorian version of the kind of morgues you see in like police procedurals, like those fake ones with like, it's just like super bright and gross, <laughs> but like less sterile and with more weapons. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and like a lot of stonework. <laughs> I was thinking like, um, Dr. Jekyll mm-hmm. or like Frankenstein yeah. almost like oh. I don't know I feel like Henry should be working in like a like the amphitheater kind of you remember like the you know what I'm talking about like the old Victorian like teaching hospitals where they had like the balcony yeah. or whatever uh-huh. yeah yeah it definitely like- seems crazy to me that he's like down all these stairs like they had to carry all his equipment down there at some point right. <laughs> it was Thomas yeah. he didn't have yeah. to do shit <laughs> yeah. that's true there is nothing scarier than reading about or watching a documentary documentary I don't know why I said it with an R that was weird about old timey like Ooh. medical practices mm. because that shit is yep. real yeah. like that that sh- Netflix. like have you seen a bone saw <laughs> They like still a first use bone saws. Like that show Ratchet. But I there's can like, watch it. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like an egg beaters. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like so still. I'm just going to some Here's some whiskey. Real quick. Yeah. Shit was brutal back in the day, man. <laughs> Crazy. So, yeah. Henry's lab. It's It's a lot. It's bright. Generally speaking, though, the space lacks the fire and brimstone aesthetic that V-Ting's layer had. <laughs> it's, yeah. So, I mean, it probably doesn't smell as bad, but... <laughs> so, right, back to the dead body. So, when Tessa arrives, she does a little, like, plain sight eavesdropping, since Henry and Charlotte don't realize she's there yet. Um and she noticed something she notices something different about the couple's dynamic. In the setting of his laboratory, Henry's got a bad bitch confidence glow about him. And like he's he's like 
he's in his element right and so their dynamic changes because he's like telling her about something that he like absolutely knows about he's super confident and he's not like you know nervous and stressed out that he's gonna say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing you know what i mean yeah this is where he shines yeah i wish i would have delivered that line better but you know win some you lose some you can go back (laughs) it's fine but Tessa doesn't get much analyzing time because the Branwells get hip to her jive and are like, yo, come check this out. <laughs> and Tessa's like, okay, this is weird, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the human-shaped lump under the sheet moves and our girl's like two seconds away from noping the fuck out of Dodge when Henry pulls back the sheet and it's that dented bitch Miranda. We knew it. <laughs> Dented bitch. (laughs) Right? But not as she was while she was helping the Dark Sisters keep Tessa captive. Miranda is laid out on the table. Eyes missing. Horror show number one. Okay. Chest cut open to reveal machine parts. (laughs) What? (laughs) Champagne's askew. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, didn't she see machine parts when she hit her in the head? Wasn't it kind of like, um, um, what is that movie with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Two weeks. Two weeks. No. Uh, I always think it's Demolition Man, but it is not. Are you talking about twins? We already covered a Demolition yeah, Man reference yeah. today. We're good. We met our quota. <laughs> anyway, this late, he hit, it's like a robot saying covered in skin, and they hit her, and she starts, like, erroring, and she's like, two weeks, two <laughs> weeks. Just like when Miranda was saying, beware. Same thing. Beware. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to Google it now. Anyway, so I wonder if Tessa had seen, like, her skin come apart when she hit her in the face a little bit. Oh, I yeah. I feel like I we know. talked about it. I don't remember. Anyway. It doesn't matter because we're seeing inside her body now. We know she's a robot. Yeah, she's a robot. Total Recall. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Total Recall. Yep. It's a good movie for the 90s. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean. Yeah. Movies Different aren't standards. super great today. So. <laughs> that's fair. Everything's a remake now. Yeah. It's a remake of that movie from the 80s. Yeah. From the 90s. <laughs> So Tess is like, WTF, mate. (laughs) I said say in Robin's voice, but I don't do a very good Robin, so. (laughs) Do it, Robin. (laughs) Um, I was busy Googling Hugh Jackman. Oh, so so you missed that whole part? (laughs) Was it the WTF, mate? I don't. That's Amanda's Although we thing. were warned not to do accents anymore. <laughs> oh my <Yes>. gosh! <laughs> I'm gonna choke. <laughs> so we got we got a, a DM today um, from a really nice listener who was like, "Hey, love your show. Can't believe you don't have more followers. Your show's awesome, and you should share the show with your friend if you like it." That's a bad segue. I'm really terrible at this, but like, hey, if you think we're cool and you like listening to listening to us every week, um, then like maybe share the podcast with a friend or write a review or like 
tell your friends to get with our friends and then we yeah. can be friends or, or like yeah. follow us on instagram like we're not very active but we try so <laughs> there's my plug i'm starting to do the nervous laughter thing so i'm gonna like shoot it over to somebody else okay so she mentioned <laughs> at the end of her message that we need more supervision when we do accents right <laughs> Which she said specifically really nice way of putting it. Welsh and English slash English right. accent. So I feel like I could do this Australian yeah. one. It's <laughs> yeah. fine, right? Go for it. Like WTF right. is exactly how it sounds that in the was- video. So you got totally. It. Don't worry. We told her like obviously we know our accents are terrible. We we mean no harm. Yeah. We're mostly just making fun of ourselves because we are very American. <laughs> guilty but we also told her like we can't make any promises that we won't do anymore (laughs) yeah i'm sorry i know we asked you before we did the accents to tell us if they were terrible and not do them but i think we just kind of decided we're gonna do whatever we want we apologize in advance (laughs) i feel like you're roping us all in together because i can't English accent. <laughs> but are you, I don't even try. Are you are you saying right now that you're never gonna try? <sighs> I have you you did whip out a Scottish not. accent mm. last episode, right? Was that last episode? What? Oh no, that was a different never mind. It got cut for time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was Eastern European. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That's what That's we decided. Right. right. It took a little long to get there. That's right. <laughs> Hence the... the <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Okay. But much that last part. <clears throat> yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. So... We can't promise that we won't try. Right. But we can promise if we do try, it will be bad. (laughs) (laughs) Guaranteed or your money back. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Back to your regularly scheduled programming. So Tessa's like, WTF, mate. It's a robot in Sheila's clothing. Sorry. I. (laughs) Who is Sheila? And a friend in Sheila instead of sheep. Oh, listen. Okay, I'm not a dad. My pun game is not strong. Okay, I almost just said that I don't have a good punny bone, so that tells you my level. That's great. It's low. <laughs> I think that's what's expected, right? For it's dad just, jokes, just basic. set the bar down here. So then when you cross over it, you're good. You under-promise and yes, over-deliver. Right. Yes. Okay, so once Tessa gives them the rundown on Miranda, it's Henry's turn for show and tell. He starts poking at Miranda's parts and rattling off a bunch of shit this girl can't change in 30 seconds. Rude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Henry's seven kinds of stoked on Will and Jem's find. 
This clockwork girl is like soups high tech for the time, and our delightfully distracted Dr. Ginger Pants over here <laughs> is fangirling out like Billie Eilish when she met Bieber. Wait, Shit really? is intense. <laughs> intense. <laughs> Camping tense. Right. So Charlotte brings everyone back down to earth by reminding them that the skin for forming that super cool flesh suit actually had to come from somewhere. Way to kill the mood, Char. Yeah, but it's, ew. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Like someone actually had to do that. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Maybe they used their magic. How does it not smell? Yeah, yeah magic like is it just involved I, I think it's magic i think it's like demonic magic mm -hmm. okay okay otherwise like the skin would dry out and shit right yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like um moisturize me put the lotion on the skin i don't or even watch again. Who, the last human remember the last human she was like a sheet Dr. of paper who? or something like, oh. moisturize oh me. my god cassandra <laughs> yeah, and she's just a yes. sheet of skin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. That was a weird episode, even for it's Doctor a Who. Weird show. <laughs> but it's delightful. I think that you said the wrong word. I mean, I probably honestly would like it if I watched it. Let's be honest. Yeah. But it's very it's campy. It's, it's easy kind to of get like this where you got to get into it yeah. to really understand it. And it sounds dumb before you do. <laughs> I'm just saying. Robin. I probably would like it. Don't flip me off. Right? A double, <laughs> double, double flip. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> All right. Well, it's a pretty obvious that the skin came from the bodies they found in the cellar when they <laughs> rescued Tessa. That was supposed to be Lockhart. I'm sorry. It's bad. In my head, it sounds perfect. But when it comes out, we've had two Harry Potter oh, okay. references yeah, okay. this show. Okay. Yeah. Even good. Come on. It's about average. Yeah. <laughs> So the silent brother, the or the silent bros did their thing, and said that the bodies were missing parts. Like the sisters were harvesting them to build their automations. Uh, but wait, there's more. Yeah. Automatons? Yeah. And guess what? That's you're gonna hear me the bitch for this entire series. Okay. Why? Why? Wait. How? Hold on. Time out. Okay. So I said automations. I wrote automatons. But I you can't, did. like, for whatever. Now, what did you say? I don't want to ever hear the word automaton again, and it is the only reason I'm not, like, like, the, uh, they say what? it's, it's said so much. I'm just like, please, stop saying automaton, please, throughout the entire book. Why? You just don't like the word? I don't know. They just say it so, it's said, the whole, the word is brought up so often. I'm just like, stop. Automaton. Automaton. You're also listening to the, yeah. the audio book. That might be the difference. So it's not like when you're reading, you can just kind uh -huh. of skip over okay. it and not pay it any attention. We'll, we'll try to be creative and, an and limit our automaton words. Right. <laughs> I think it's a funny word. I like it. I just, it's, oh my gosh. I'm like, stop. <laughs> you're like, shut up. Yeah. 
<laughs> They're robots. Get the vernacular. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Automaton. It's so funny. <clears throat> okay. But wait, there's more. The cogs and mechanisms used in the Autobots were manufactured by Nate's boss, Mortmain. Ah, shit. So Tessa's like, oh, the plot thickens. Tessa's like, OMG, you just saw him. What was he like? Does he know where my brother is? And Henry and Charlotte do the that like parent thing where they look at each other and have like a silent conversation about whether or not to tell you the truth about the Easter Bunny. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But Tessa's not having it. She's like, you know, I can see you, right? So spell. (laughs) Charlotte's a smart cookie, so she knows the jig is up. Without preamble, she explains that Mortmain is in deep with the pandemonium pandemonium club and got her brother all mixed up in that business. Nate was loving it like Big Mac. Nate was loving it like a Big Mac, and so he went to work for the head vamp in charge, De Quincey, a.k.a. The Magister. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. While Charlotte was having an epic mic drop moment, Henry is fishing around in Miranda's chest cavity, and he chooses this moment to pull her heart out, lacquered and coiled with wire, and and he offers it to Tessa. Like, Read the room, Branwell. Why would it? Why? Why? Why would she want that? You little weirdo. So at first, I thought they wanted to see if she wanted to change into the person whose heart it was. Oh. Is what I was thinking was going to happen. But he just wanted her to touch it because he thought it was cool. He's like, look here. That would have been cool. I mean, I'm sure that was probably the last thing she wanted to do. But like. If she had already been that person before, they'd know that it was one of the dark sisters. Uh-huh. I'm surprised that never gets brought up, at yeah. least in this chapter. I don't know. <laughs> so it's but- interesting that it's an automaton, mm-hmm. if you will, but it has a heart. Like not just the outside has right, skin. It's like this, it, it's a, basically a cyborg, right? Because it's yeah. like a it, like there's elements of humans, but like with mechanical parts interesting but henry's not being completely insensitive for no reason he's discovered a new clue blues clues on the back of miranda's mutilated heart there's a convenient little sticker that reads property of de quincey vampire king and magister llc patent pending so a lot of clues fell into place in a very short time so let's recap nate worked for mortmain mortmain introduced nate to de quincey and the pandemonium club Nate went to work for De Quincey. De Quincey is the magister and had the Dark Sisters kidnap Tessa and make the automatons. De Quincey probably made Nate write that letter to Tessa to lure her to England. So in conclusion, De Quincey will definitely know where Nate is. So what are we waiting for? Yeah. And they have a relationship with him. So like. Right. They had to go back for dinner. <laughs> yep. Can't be out after dark. Oh, my gosh. Well, Charlotte and Tessa made their way upstairs for supper. um, And Henry wanted to stay behind and tinker for five more minutes. It just didn't one of your kids say that, Robin? (laughs) Oh, wait. (laughs) They don't even know, like, how long five minutes is. Please, five more minutes. Yep. (laughs) Anyway, 
Tessa commented um, while they were on their way up on Henry's lab, and Charlotte added, Henry would spend all day and night if Therify allowed it. And Tessa thought about how crazy Charlotte and Henry's roles are between each other. Um, Henry obviously doesn't wear the pants in that relationship. <laughs> Dude, the way she, like, goes on about it is nauseating. Yeah. She's like, definitely... the wife's role is to do everything that the husband wants and keep it exactly how he likes it so he can have a safe space. <laughs> like, oh, Lord. <laughs> Kristen's what? just, like, grinding her teeth. They're they're all gone. Dude, that's the hardest part about these books is just, like, that fucking... And especially with Tessa and the way she was raised by her aunt is, like, very proper and stuff. Yeah. And so she's, like, kind of, like, working through that in the Institute because it's so much more, like, laid back and different. Definitely. Yeah. They're very um, advanced, modern. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So as they reach the top of the stairs, um, I don't know what I was saying here, but as they reach the top of the stairs, um, freaking... Jessamine is standing there waiting for Charlotte, of course, and she's throwing a fit about Will being ridiculous in the dining room. <laughs> so freaking annoying. Anyway, according to her, it's not okay for him to be ridiculous in the dining room because that's where they eat. Okay, you freaking weirdo. <laughs> it's just, I'm just like, is he clipping his toenails or something? Like, what is it? What is so ridiculous about him being ridiculous in there? Come on, Jessamine. I don't get it. You're the worst. Jessamine's like just she's like one of those people that just like has to find a reason to complain yeah everything has to be her way yeah and um Tessa's like dude these kids act like they are your children don't they and Charlotte responds in a really interesting way telling Tessa that the only difference is that they aren't required to love her and Tessa's like I got nothing to say (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say here Another deep cut, this time from Charlotte. Awkward, okay. (laughs) Poor Charlotte, yeah. (laughs) So Charlotte says that she needs to make a pit stop to her drawing room. And so Tessa navigated herself to the dining room. And she didn't get lost this time, you guys. She's (gasps) figuring it out. Yay. So when she got there, Will was attempting to hang something from the ceiling. Apparently, Jem was trying to hang a gas oiler. But Will was like, brah, that's crooked. Gimme? Just gimme. Like, let me do it. Like when someone's typing really slowly. Oh my gosh, yes. <gasps> like with just the fingers. Make it stop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pack. So Jessamine's panties are in a twist because Thomas should be doing this gas oiler li- uh, hanging thing and not Will or Jem. Um, she says that gentlemen shouldn't be doing this sort of thing. And I just want to know how fucking boring her life must have been when she was living with her parents. Like, cause she describes it and they would be eating at the table or whatever. And I'm just like, dude, how you're not doing anything like on the weekend. You're not like, Oh, I need to fix the refrigerator or whatever. Obviously they didn't have a refrigerator, but like, <laughs> you know, stuff that we do now, it's just crazy to think that they would just have people do that for them. And so that you can do what? Well, because these, for these rich people, their social life was their job. Hmm. so like okay. going to balls and going to teas and being seen like was their job which is right. disgusting yeah they were just so Sounds rich that the only like, the only requirement was about. keeping in contact with other rich people yeah you'd have no fucking cheese may dude right like that guy that that downtown abbey yes what do you do seriously you don't have a just job in there Whatever. So, 
off track. Jen decides to kind of change the subject and asks Jessamine if there that's blood on her dress or excuse me and if something happened while they were out on their girls shopping trip <laughs> and Jessamine refuses to answer and just like stomps over to the table like the brat that she is she's just like hmm stem 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 <laughs> I'm sorry when you said it like that when you said is that blood on your shirt I very much thought you were gonna say or are you just happy to see me <laughs> So anyway, Jessamine's like, blah, 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 wine, wine, wine. So Tessa starts to answer for her by telling Jem nothing happened. When Henry bursts in with his newest invention, he calls the phosphor. Phosphor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's basically like a super bright witch light. <laughs> and he turns it on and it flashes bright like boom and turns all the other lights off in the room and it's completely dark. And Henry's like, <laughs> uh, my bad. That shouldn't have happened. <laughs> So Charlotte enters the chat um, and she has a witch light just in time, which is cool because she has it in like a, like a, I imagine it to be those lanterns that we take camping. Mm-hmm. She's carrying uh-huh. it around like that. And um, she enters just in time to see Will fall while he's trying to correct this gas oiler, which I didn't, this a lot happened. It seems like that he would have been able to fix it by then. Like you're still up there, bro. No, Thomas should have done that. <laughs> So, not, yeah. Okay, exactly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I don't want to be an asshole, but I don't want like you've said it a couple times, and I don't want you to like keep. It's gasolier. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it is. I'm Why sorry. do I keep saying oiler? I don't fucking care. But my eyes are obviously like we had Robin text me earlier on this game that we play. And this lady tried to give us her um, ID. <laughs> And so we could all be friends, basically, in our in our group or whatever. Mm. So we can send each other more stuff. Anyway, we both read it like completely differently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I read it as something very inappropriate. So. Oh God. <laughs> all right. So Charlotte's like, Thomas should have done that job. Obviously, what I just said, <laughs> and um, because apparently Will broke a bunch of their pr- plates. So then Will says something. Didn't she like cut up linen? No, so you to talk about Charlotte breaking plates. Says it. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I take it back. Of course, I'm sure Jessamine's thinking the same freaking thing. Um, well, and we're all she's thinking like, like yeah, Charlotte, so. raise them better. Like, why are they breaking your shit, tearing shit up? What is going on? They're out of control. You know what? I would. I could have agreed with you, but the night, the day I just had with my four-year-old, that, like, I'm but done. They're like, they're, like, almost adults. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. They're not four. <laughs> he got me today. It's like my he shirt. won. Hashtag mom life. I'm mommed yeah. out. For real. <laughs> I told my kid that. I was like, did you know that I'm a person? I remember my mom telling yep. me that. My name is Terry, not just mom or Sean's wife. Like, I have my own identity. And I was just like, what? <laughs> she, yeah, mine probably yeah, that's, that's too woke for me, mom. I'm not ready yeah. for that yet. I'm only seven. Like, yeah. <laughs> I probably was. So Will says something that I really didn't like. And it's not only because I really love Henry, but because it was just rude and seemed like unnecessary. He says, and much obliged to your idiot husband for that. What? Rude. 
the lights going out didn't make you fall down. You're just a dum-dum. Right. I thought you have perfect balance and Close all that off. shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where's your I thought you were a bitch? shadow hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how my catty ass early, probably, what was it, mm-hmm. 20s, late mm-hmm. teens, didn't catch all this yeah. shit. And I am just like, how? I'm just what? in here bursting all your guys' buttons with Simon <laughs> and all this shit. <laughs> Go wash your mouth yeah. out. So. No, seriously. And I meant bursting your bubbles, not your buttons, because that's stupid. I wasn't like pulling your shirt open or something weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I clearly can't think today. Okay. Anyway. Jessamine bitches about hating witch light because apparently that's now what they have to use to eat dinner because the gasolier <laughs> must be broken. <laughs> oh. um, so she hates the witch light because it makes her complexion look green. And Good. I'm just curious, like, who exactly are you? Yeah. Who are you trying to impress anyway? Like, you've made it very clear you don't like these people. Why do you care what they think? Show up in the same clothes that you wore all day today, but her hair looks better. Like, there's blood on your clothes, but you did your hair? It's weird. It is weird. weird. I always, I found that really odd. I'm like, why didn't she change her dress? If she changed her hair from day to evening, why wouldn't she change her her dress, too? Especially her. Yeah, it seems like something Jessamine (laughs) would do. That's the way to get them. Yeah. And she had plenty of time, but. Right. Anyway, so, um. Tessa thinks back to living in New York and eating by candlelight. Excuse me. Which reminds her of another Aunt Harrietism because we have so many of these. Like Aunt Harriet was just full of them. She's just like mm-hmm. throwing out all these life lessons all over the place. Um, so she says the less you had, the more careful you had to be about everything you did have. Which <laughs> is just like, yeah. Uh-huh. That's the way I was raised. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you take care of your shit because you're not going to get any more of it. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> That's why I have s- my house needs to be like, I got to let go. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's hard. But I might need it again someday. <sighs> I have that same problem. <laughs> I have a garage full of that problem. <laughs> uh-huh. Every shoes that I have that are worn out, I was like, these could be camping yeah. shoes. And I was like, you need more shoes to go camping in than you need to wear every day? <laughs> Jason, this is safe shit. He's like, your Burks are literally falling apart. He's like, you need new ones. I'm like, they're still good. It's fine. I'll wear them in the garden. You have a store down the street from your house. I know. (laughs) I've never been there, but I know it's there. (laughs) Because I was surprised Birkenstocks were still a thing when I lived out there. Yeah. It's the good stuff. Yeah, it, it really is. They're amazing. Charlotte and Henry discuss their trip to Mortmain's, and Jem chimes in with a valid told you so about Mortmain. <laughs> he thinks he's above the law, and Jem's like, yeah, I know. I told you. And uh, Tessa finds a gap <laughs> in the conversation to randomly tell Jem that she wishes she could travel to Shanghai, since the only traveling she's ever done um, has really just been in books. I'm just like, where did this come from? It's so random. And it's a very short little thing thing in the conversation it just seems very weird to put in there I don't know anyway once again everything is interrupted by Jessamine whining to Charlotte about Will make him leave me alone gosh <laughs> they really do treat her like a mom poor Charlotte yep uh, it what's so funny is that like that sounds exactly how the narrator does her 
because she's a whiny brat. <laughs> she really That's is. Every Her whiny is brat so sounds high. Like. Yeah. Okay. So. Will keeps pressing Jessamine to tell him all the cheese may about why she has blood on her arm, and he's really doing it in the wrong way. Freaking idiot! Gosh. Anyway, he's just he asked her if she killed a woman because she was wearing a different colored dress that clashed with hers, and Jessamine activates mom voice and between barred teeth tells Bill that he's being ridiculous, utterly ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. That was actually I. I wrote that in, and I was like, that is from somewhere, and I couldn't figure out what it was from. It's from Ladybug. Miraculous Ladybug. Anyway. Utterly ridiculous. Anyway. Yep. And then um, Jessamine claps back and with the fact that she's wearing blue, which goes with everything. (sighs) And he should know that since he's so vain about his own clothes. But Will won't back down that easily and tells her that she's wrong. (laughs) Blue doesn't go with... Wait for it. Red. Uh, ha, ha, ha. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Henry jumps in. Sorry. <laughs> Henry jumps into the conversation telling the room that he has a red and blue waistcoat. And Will's like, ding, ding. There you have it. Proof that those colors, quote, should never be seen together <laughs> under heaven. Jesus. Harsh. And like, I know his ego is kind of bruised along with his ass mm-hmm. from falling. And he was probably embarrassed because Tessa was there to witness it. But bitch, back off right? my Bramwell. Yep. <laughs> and Charlotte's thinking what I am and tells Will to not speak to Henry like that. In the same breath that she tells Henry that he's spooning peas <laughs> on Justin's plate instead of his. I fucking love it. Uh, the tension is lifted. I fucking what? love it. Yeah, he's so funny. Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, the tension's lifted by Sophie coming in and whispering something into Charlotte's ear. And she's like, Charlotte starts looking relieved. And then she touches, Charlotte touches Henry on the shoulder and exits the room. And Jessamine's like, yo, where's she going? And Will looks over at Sophie, which by the by is described in Tessa's point of view as, quoting again, in a way that was like fingertips stroking over your skin. She's talking about Will's like gaze look that way he's looking because I, I feel like he's elevating her eyes uh, seeing her it's just it's annoying because in like in my brain i'm just like don't try to give her attention like that when you don't like you treat yeah, her right. like garbage mm-hmm. but you're going to try to objectify her to get what you want because you're you think that she wants you oh see i think it's she i thought she it wants was the you. opposite I thought he was making her feel uncomfortable on purpose. I because he's like he is like yes, Sophie, darling. Yeah, tell us what happened. And I think he's trying to be like, I think he's trying to turn on his charm, he's shaking his shoulders. That's how gotcha. I took it anyway. I could be wrong. I'm always wrong, so don't ask me. Anyway, she <laughs> he, he's like. Basically, he's asking, like, where, yeah, where's Charlotte doing? Where'd she go? And Sophie's like, listen, this is a mustard relish expedition. You can catch up later. Why are you so much better? (laughs) It's because you had a dad. I was going to say she had a bill. (laughs) Yep. It would have been so much better if you would have said it first. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. 
Henry tries to bring the conversation away from what's happening, the shenanigans, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> but Will isn't about to let him off the hook. And he wants to know, like, if something happened. Like, what has happened? This what is, is such a Jace on? thing to do. And Henry, yep, I have to yep. do everything. Um, Like, so basically he's saying is did anything happen is something wrong and henry's like no at least he doesn't think so and they should know by now that charlotte doesn't always tell him what (laughs) she's doing and then follows up with a heartbreaking can't blame her really can't count on me to be sensible these two oh my god i can't with them it seems like they both just like think the other one thinks they're ridiculous Uh uh-huh yep Tessa's struck in the feelers and wants to do or say something to make it better, but she's unsure how to proceed, which uh, yep. team awkward. And <laughs> the whole situation makes her think of Nate. Like Nate as a teenager was kind of awkward, like Henry's awkward. And so she like instinctively touches a clockwork angel at her throat on her necklace. And Henry, Henry is like, ooh, gadgets and gizmos are <laughs> plenty today. Might I see that necklace for a moment? And Tessa's like, I guess it's just Henry. Okay. So she unclasps it and hands it to him. And Henry tells her that it's very clever and asks where she got it. And Tessa tells him that it was her mother's. And Henry's like, ooh, kind of like a talisman. And then asks if she would mind if he took it down to his laboratory. And I really, really need to point out that... The only thing I could think of when I was writing that was Dexter's laboratory because he's also yes! redheaded. Awesome. And it's in the basement. I was like, yes. Yep. Poor, polite, caring Tessa is like, uh, I guess. But only if you're very careful. And she explains to the room basically that it's all she has left of her mother. And Jim reassures, reassures her. Sorry. Jim reassures her. Explaining that Henry's very good with that sort of thing. And then matter-of-factly, Henry, matter-of-factly, Henry's like, yeah, that's very true. You'll get it back in pristine condition. <laughs> I'm amazing. <laughs> Since the conversation has been about someone else for more than five minutes, <laughs> Jessamine Radar goes off. And she's like, bro, what's the big deal? It's not like there's diamonds in it. And then Charlotte enters just in the nick of time to hear the whining. And tells Jessamine that some people value sentiment over diamonds. And also that Tessa has a visitor. It's Lady Belcourt, who's downstairs in the sanctuary. And Will's like, wait, a visitor now? Did something happen now? And Charlotte says that she reached out to her right before supper. Which, sidebar, my grandma always used to say Mm, supper instead of dinner. And I'm getting feels every time I read it. Anyway, um... Charlotte reached out to Lady Belcourt about to Quincy, hoping that um, she would have the 411. And guess what? She was right. She totally does. Um, Lady Belcourt's just insisting on seeing Tessa before she'll spill the tea. Apparently, despite all that they've tried to do to prevent it, the rumors about Tessa have leaked into the downworlder, and Lady Belcourt is curious. I said downworlder. <laughs> the one person. <laughs> just the one person. <laughs> they've leaked into the downworld. The underworld. Anyway, Tessa's understandably wary and asks um, what she wants and who she is. And Jim responds that she's a vampire informant and she gives information to Charlotte and keeps them apprised of what's going on in the night Mm -hmm. community. 
And Charlotte tells Tessa that she doesn't have to talk to her if she doesn't want to. Like, she has no problem sending her away. Tessa says that she'll talk to her. Like, she's, she's like, I'll do it. Especially if this lady's well-informed about De Quincey. That might mean that she knows about Nate, too. And there's no way that she can risk Lady Belcourt being sent off if she, like, has mm-hmm. the information that they might need. And Will's like, whoa, don't you want to know what she wants from you first? And Tessa turns and looks at him measuredly and takes in his hot boy <laughs> aesthetic. And then says that apart from the dark sisters, she's it's apart from the dark sisters, she's never met another downwolder before and she'd like to meet one. And Jim called out to her, but she paid him no attention and left the room without looking back. Well, nah, she's playing hot and cold. <sighs> I was like, to I wanna go to Shanghai. I wanna yeah. travel. And she's like, also, don't talk to me. I've, I'm busy. I got a meeting with a vampire. I've got to go. I've got an interview with a vampire. Oh, that was so much better. Fuck. Oh. Robin, you need to write mine. We could switch halves of our brains. <laughs> I, I would like to point out. So I italicized laboratory because i wanted to say laboratory all three of us purposely specifically decided to say that yeah yeah of and course with no communication yeah <laughs> that's what it's called obviously that's like um we have already told that story before but amanda calling kaiser and saying the little laboratory <laughs> instead of the lab yeah and even the person i was that was all the kaiser person laughed at me because i was just like i literally just started busting up i was like i can't believe i just said that because that's what it says on their on the website you know and so i was just i googled the phone number anyway okay really quick i just have to add that i think the name de quincey is super badass it is it's it's better yeah. than magister yeah that's true I'm like, that just yeah. sounds like you're a fucking going to pull a rabbit out of a hat. <laughs> I agree. Yes, it does. Doesn't sound scary. De Quincey has like an air of mystery. It's yeah. French. You never Super know. Super cool. <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to make you a bechamel sauce? Oh, yeah. Is he going to murder you? Is he going to make the sauce to put it on your neck before he bites oh, wow. you? Because... That's what I would do. I need to dip you in ranch first. <laughs> you shall be named my ranch shovel. <laughs> <laughs> We're a ranch clan. <laughs> a ranch coven. Yeah. It's coven. No. And on that note, <laughs> make sure that you've read Chapter 8, Camille, for next week's episode. For behind-the-scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye! Bye.